part four of the trojan women by euripides translated by edward p coleridge eighteen sixty three to nineteen thirty six this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part four menelaus thy thoughts with mine do coincide that she without constraint left my palace and sought a stranger's love and now Cyprus is introduced for mere bluster away to those who shall stone thee and by thy speedy death requite the weary toils of the achaeans that thou mayst learn not to bring shame on me helen oh by thy knees i implore thee impute not that heaven-sent affliction to me nor slay me pardon i entreat hecuba be not false to thy allies whose death this woman caused on their behalf and for my children's sake i sue to thee menelaus peace reverend dame to her i pay no heed lo i bid my servants take her hence aboard the ship wherein she is to sail hecuba oh never let her set foot within the same ship as thee menelaus how now is she heavier than of yore hecuba who loveth once must love alway menelaus why that depends how those we love are minded but thy wish shall be granted she shall not set foot upon the same ship with me for thy advice is surely sound and when she comes to argos she shall die a shameful death as is her due and impress the need of chastity on all her sex no easy task yet shall her fate strike their foolish hearts with terror e'en though they be more lost to shame than she exit menelaus dragging helen with him chorus so then thou hast delivered into achaia's hand o zeus thy shrine in ilium and thy fragrant altar the offerings of burnt sacrifice with smoke of myrrh to heaven uprising and holy pergamos and glens of ida tangled with the ivy's growth where rills of melting snow pour down their flood a holy sunlit land that bounds the world and takes the god's first rays gone are thy sacrifices gone the dancer's cheerful shout gone the vigils of the gods as night closed in thy images of carven gold are now no more and phrygia's holy festivals twelve times a year at each full moon are ended now tis this that filleth me with anxious thought whether thou o king seated on the sky thy heavenly throne carest at all that my city is destroyed a prey to the furious fiery blast ah my husband fondly loved thou art a wandering spectre unwashed unburied lies thy corpse while o'er the sea the ship sped by wings will carry me to argos land of steeds where stand cyclopean walls of stone upreared to heaven there in the gate the children gather hanging round their mother's necks and weep their piteous lamentation o mother woe is me torn from thy sight achaeans bear me away from thee to their dark ship to row me o'er the deep to sacred salamis or to the hill on the isthmus that overlooks two seas the key to the gates of pelops o may the blazing thunderbolt hurled in might from its holy home smite the bark of menelaus full amidships as it is crossing the aegean main since he is carrying me away in bitter sorrow from the shores of ilium to be a slave in hellas while the daughter of zeus still keeps her golden mirrors delight of maidens hearts never may he reach his home in laconia 
or his father's hearth and home nor come to the town of Petane or the temple of the goddess with the gates of bronze having taken as his captive her whose marriage brought disgrace on hellas through its length and breadth and woeful anguish on the streams of simois ah me ah me new troubles on my country fall to take the place of those that still are fresh behold ye hapless wives of troy the corpse of astyanax whom the danai have cruelly slain by hurling him from the battlements enter talthybius and attendants bearing the corpse of astyanax on hector's shield talthybius hecuba one ship alone delays its plashing oars and it is soon to sail to the shores of phthia freighted with the remnant of the spoils of achilles son for neoptolemus is already out at sea having heard that new calamities have befallen peleus for acostus son of peleus hath banished him the realm wherefore he is gone too quick to indulge in any delay and with him goes andromache who drew many a tear from me what time she started hence wailing her country and crying her farewell to hector's tomb and she craved her master leave to bury this poor dead child of hector who breathed his last when from the turrets hurled entreating too that he would not carry this shield the terror of the achaeans this shield with plates of brass wherewith his father would gird himself to the home of peleus or to the same bridal bower whither she herself the mother of this corpse would be led a bitter sight to her but let her bury the child therein instead of in a coffin of cedar or a tomb of stone and to thy hands commit the corpse that thou mayst deck it with robes and garlands as best thou canst with thy present means for she is far away and her master's haste prevented her from burying the child herself so we when thou the corpse hast decked will heap the earth above and set thereon a spear but do thou with thy best speed perform thy allotted task one toil however have i already spared thee for i crossed scamander's stream and bathed the corpse and cleansed its wounds but now will i go to dig a grave for him that our united efforts shortening our task may speed our ship towards home exit talthybius hecuba place the child upon the ground hector's shield so deftly rounded a piteous sight a bitter grief for me to see o ye achaeans more reason have ye to boast of your prowess than your wisdom why have ye in terror of this child been guilty of a murder never matched before did ye fear that some day he would rear again the fallen walls of troy it seems then ye were nothing after all when though hector's fortunes in the war were prosperous and he had ten thousand other arms to back him we still were daily overmatched and yet now that our city is taken and every phrygian slain ye fear a tender babe like this out upon his fear say i who fears but never yet hath reasoned out the cause ah my beloved thine is a piteous death indeed hadst thou died for thy city when thou hadst tasted of the sweets of manhood of marriage and of godlike power or others then wert thou blessed if aught herein is blessed but now after one glimpse one dream thereof thou knowest them no more my child and hast no joy of them though heir to all ah poor babe how sadly have thy own father's walls those towers that loxias reared shorn from thy head the locks thy mother fondled 
and so oft caressed from which through fractured bones the face of murder grins briefly to dismiss my shocking theme o oh, hands how sweet the likeness ye retain of his father and yet ye lie limp in your sockets before me dear mouth so often full of words of pride death hath closed thee and thou hast not kept the promise thou didst make when nestling in my robe ah mother mine many a lock of my hair will i cut off for thee and to thy tomb will lead my troops of friends taking a fond farewell of thee but now tis not thy hand that buries me but i on whom is come old age with loss of home and children am burying thee a tender child untimely slain ah me those kisses numberless the nurture that i gave to thee those sleepless nights they all are lost what shall the bard inscribe upon thy tomb about thee argives once for fear of him slew this child foul shame should that inscription be to hellas o child though thou hast no part in all thy father's wealth yet shalt thou have his brazen shield wherein to find a tomb ah shield that didst keep safe the comely arm of hector now hast thou lost thy valiant keeper how fair upon thy handle lies his imprint and on the rim that circles round the targe are marks of sweat that trickled off from hector's brow as he pressed it against his beard in battle's stress come bring forth from such store as we have adornment for the hapless dead for fortune gives no chance now for offerings fair yet of such as i possess shalt thou receive these gifts foolish mortal he who thinks his luck secure and so rejoices for fortune like a madman in her moods springs towards this man then towards that and none ever experiences the same unchanging luck chorus lo all is ready and they are bringing at thy bidding from the spoils of troy garniture to put upon the dead hecuba ah my child tis not as victor o'er thy comrades with horse or bow customs troy esteems without pursuing them to excess that hector's mother decks thee now with ornaments from the store that once was thine though now hath helen whom the gods abhor reft thee of thine own yea and robbed thee of thy life and caused thy house to perish root and branch chorus woe thrice woe my heart is touched and thou the cause my mighty prince in days now past hecuba about thy body now i swathe this phrygian robe of honour which should have clad thee on thy marriage day wedded to the noblest of asia's daughters thou too dear shield of hector victorious parent of countless triumphs past accept thy crown for though thou share the dead child's tomb death cannot touch thee for thou dost merit honours far beyond those arms that the crafty knave odysseus won chorus alas ah me thee o child shall earth take to her breast a cause for bitter weeping mourn thou mother hecuba ah me chorus wail for the dead hecuba woe is me chorus alas for thy unending sorrow hecuba thy wounds in part will i bind up with bandages a wretched leech in name alone without reality but for the rest thy sire must look to that amongst the dead chorus smite 
o smite upon thy head with frequent blow of hand woe is me hecuba my kind good friends chorus speak out hecuba the word that was on thy lips hecuba it seems the only things that heaven concerns itself about are my troubles and troy hateful in their eyes above all other cities in vain did we sacrifice to them had not the god caught us in his grip and plunged us headlong neath the earth we should have been unheard of nor ever sung in muses songs furnishing to bards of after days a subject for their minstrelsy go bury now in his poor tomb the dead wreathed all duly as befits a corpse and yet i deem it makes but little difference to the dead although they get a gorgeous funeral for this is but a cause of idle pride to the living the corpse is carried off to burial chorus alas for thy unhappy mother who o'er thy corpse hath closed the high hopes of her life born of a noble stock counted most happy in thy lot ah what a tragic death is thine ha who are those i see on yonder pinnacles darting to and fro with flaming torches in their hands some new calamity will soon on troy alight soldiers are seen on the battlements of troy torch in hand talthybius ye captains whose allotted task it is to fire this town of priam to you i speak no longer keep the firebrand idle in your hands but launch the flame that when we have destroyed the city of ilium we may set forth in gladness on our homeward voyage from troy in you ye sons of troy to let my orders take at once a double form start for the achaean ships for your departure hence soon as ever the leaders of the host blow loud and clear upon the trumpet and thou unhappy grey-haired dame follow for yonder come servants from odysseus to fetch thee for to him thou art assigned by lot to be a slave far from thy country hecuba ah woe is me this surely is the last the utmost limit this of all my sorrows forth from my land i go my city is ablaze with flame yet thou aged foot make one painful struggle to hasten that i may say a farewell to this wretched town o troy that erst had such a grand career amongst barbarian towns soon wilt thou be reft of that splendid name lo they are burning thee and leading us e'en now from our land to slavery great gods yet why call on the gods they did not hearken even aforetime to our call come let us rush into the flames for to die with my country in its blazing ruin were a noble death for me talthybius thy sorrows drive thee frantic poor lady go lead her hence make no delay for ye must deliver her into the hand of odysseus conveying to him his prize hecuba o son of kronos prince of phrygia father of our race dost thou behold our sufferings now unworthy of the stock of dardanus chorus he sees them but our mighty city is a city no more and troy's day is done hecuba woe thrice woe upon me ilium is ablaze the homes of pergamos and its towering walls are now one sheet of flame chorus as the smoke soars on wings to heaven so sinks our city to the ground before the spear with furious haste both fire and foeman's spear devour each house 
hecuba hearken my children hear your mother's voice chorus thou art calling on the dead with voice of lamentation hecuba yea as i stretch my aged limbs upon the ground and beat upon the earth with both my hands chorus i follow thee and kneel invoking from the nether world my hapless husband hecuba i am being dragged and hurried away chorus oh the sorrow of that cry hecuba from my own dear country to dwell beneath a master's roof woe is me o priam priam slain unburied left without a friend naught dost thou know of my cruel fate chorus no for o'er his eyes black death hath drawn his pall a holy man by sinners slain hecuba woe for the temples of the gods woe for our dear city chorus woe hecuba murderous flame and foeman's spear are now your lot chorus soon will ye tumble to your own loved soil and be forgotten hecuba and the dust mounting to heaven on wings like smoke will rob me of the sight of my home chorus the name of my country will pass into obscurity all is scattered far and wide and hapless troy has ceased to be hecuba did you hear that and know its purport chorus ay twas the crash of the citadel hecuba the shock will whelm our city utterly o oh, woe is me trembling quaking limbs support my footsteps away to face the day that begins thy slavery chorus woe for our unhappy town and yet to the achaean fleet advance hecuba woe for thee o land that nursed my little babes chorus ah woe end of part four recording by expatriate in bangor maine end of the trojan women by euripides translated by edward p coleridge eighteen sixty three to nineteen thirty six